Okay, let's begin our discussion of Parshas Mishpatim, Tavshin Pei Dalid, uh, as we get into the uh, the laws part, the halachas part of uh, the Torah. As we know, we've been through stories for many, many weeks. We've just had the three major ones, but this is really a continuation of Kabbalah Satorah. As we know, Perach Avdalah, the end of Mishpatim, is also uh, relating to Kabbalah Satorah. It's Maimed Har Sinai, take two. Uh, different uh, emphasis, but in between that, we have all the laws that are mentioned um, in Mishpatim, as we will uh, get to. Just uh, one, to start off with one short uh, thought to get us started, and that's from Rabbeinu Bachai. Rabbeinu Bachai, right in the middle of the uh, Parsha, Perach HaFez, Pasach HaFez, uh, tells us about the Isser of taking advantage of a widow, of a widow or an orphan. <laughs> the Pasuk tells us, do not take advantage of a widow or an orphan. Right? They are very uh, take advantageable. And right? If they are are um, you know uh, insulted and pushed down, they will cry to me. I will hear their cries. Says Rabbeinu Bachai. It's going back to what it says. Do not take advantage of them. I had the previous puzzle, which I didn't read. Do not uh, take advantage. Do not uh, uh, oppress them. It's double. Three double words. It's to emphasize. Let me explain what the message is. It's the derech of the world when, when people are hurt, when people feel uh, wronged. Right? They will go to the connections that they have. Because everybody has some kind of connection. They know someone. They know someone in power. They know someone who can help them, um, you know, get, get back and get the revenge or uh, get help. So that's, that's the way the world works. But for Yasam Almano, what about an orphan and a widow? They don't have people to stand up for them. Who are they going to talk to? You know what the Pasuk says? They go straight to the source. He is the ultimate savior, defender. And that's where they're going to be listened to. Because they're not going, they don't go through intermediaries. They're going to go through so-and-so and so-and-so. And so and they go straight to the source. Because that's all they have. Straight to the source. Hashem will fight their battles. So the message being that even if we do have connections, and even if we do have Moshi'im and people that we might go to, you know, we have to we have to know who the source is. And we have to know for, for all of us, you know, going to the source is always um, valuable and will always be the most effective. And Rahman al-Islam, as Klai Yisrael still finds themselves in Sarah, we have to remember to go to the source. Right? The answers aren't going to be found on the newscasts. The answers aren't going to be found uh, in this world. It will be, but only with Siyata Dishmaya, only with um, our direct connection and direct line with, with uh, HaKadosh Baruch. Okay. So we have Mishpatim. Rabbi Sachs here in his, uh, oh, I didn't write, uh, which safer this is from. This is from, actually, oh, I didn't write the, the, the names of the svarim. I apologize. Um, number one was, uh, Rabbeinu Bachai. Uh, number two is from Rabbi Sachs, Lessons in Leadership. Lessons in Leadership, one of his, uh, svarim in here. He talks about every parsha. He talks about something related to leadership. So this parsha, he quotes, takes us through a bewildering transition, right? Those who being, being Mabra Sedra, we've been on cruise control. Safer, bracious, unbelievable, right? All the ups and the downs of the avos and the shvatim. And then we have beginning of shmos. It just continues. It gets better and better, right? The makos and Yitzhiyas Betzrayim and Maimed Arsina. And all of a sudden we hit mishpatim. And then we hit shrum and as we continue even more. But we hit mishpatim and it's a very different type of content that the Torah has in mishpatim for the first time. For the first time in one and a half books of the Torah. Until now, in Shmos, we have been carried along by the sweep and drama of the narrative. 
right? The um, Mitzrayim, the Israelites' enslavement, their hope for freedom, plagues, Paro, Krias Yamsuf, Maimon Sinai, unbelievable. Suddenly we find ourselves faced with a different kind of literature altogether. A law code covering a bewildering variety of topics. Responsibility for damages, protection of property, Shabbos and Yantif. What, what, why don't we, what, what is this doing here? Right? This, Pasha's Kisisa, we get back to stories. So why don't we continue with the stories? As if this is a message, and this is actually, you know, in between the two accountings of, of Maimon Sinai. Yisro and the end of Mishpatim. So why the interruption of the flow? And what does this have to do with leadership? So explains Rabbi Sachs. The answer is this. Great leaders, this is such an important point, and we find this. We find this with great leaders of countries, of companies, of families. Great leaders, but be they CEOs or simply parents, have the ability to connect a large vision with highly specific details. Right? Great leaders see both. They see the goal and the dream, but they also focus on the nitty-gritty and the details of how to get there. Without the vision, the details are merely tiresome. If a leader doesn't have a vision and they only, a leader only knows how to focus on details and prati pratim, then that, where is it going to lead? There's no goal. Right? There's, a well, there's no goal. Right? He said, there's a well-known story of three men employed cutting blocks of stone. When asked what they're doing, one says, cutting stone. The second, earning a living. The third, building a palace. Because it's not just the details, but it's knowing what the goal is. Knowing what the goal is is crucial. So you have to have the vision. You have to know, you know, what the goal is. But, Rabbi Sachs continues, they are also painstaking, even perfectionists, when it comes to the details. And he quotes Edison, right? He quotes always from all over. Genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration, right? It's the attention to detail that separates the great artists, poets, composers, filmmakers, politicians, heads of corporations for the merely average. You could have the goals. You could have where you want to go, but how do you get there? How do you move the company? How do you move the world? So it's not just the general goal, but it's the details. And then he says in the next paragraph, the genius of the Torah was to apply this principle to society as a whole. Right? Hashem says, Maimon Sinai, be my avadim. He didn't just say, be my avadim. Krishna gave us an intricate, detailed system about how to achieve perfection for ourselves and for the world. Every detail of nitty-gritty. The Jews had come through a transformative series of events. Moshe knew there had been nothing like it before. Right? HaKadosh Baruch Hu, nothing, Mitzvah HaKadosh Baruch Hu was accidental or incidental. Right? Everything was part of the process of leading them up leading them up to where we want to go. They've suffered so that they would know what it feels like to be on the wrong side of tyrannical power, v'chulu. But neither historical events nor abstract details, right, are sufficient to sustain a society in the long run. You could have goals, but again, the muscle of a company. You could say what the goals of the company are, but if you don't give the employees details of what you want done every year and every day, then you're not going to get to the goal in the end. Hence, the remarkable project of the Torah to translate historical experience into detailed legislation. You want a nation to, to continue to survive over centuries? There has to be obligations and details. What other nation is around? We don't have the ancient Greeks or the Romans or the Babylonians. What happened to them? They had goals and things they wanted to do. But if it's not grounded and anchored in in prate pratim and siife katan of the Shulchan Arach, it's not going to last. The goals aren't going to be met. The Israelites would live what they had learned on a daily basis, weaving it into the very texture of their social life. In mishpatim, then, vision becomes detail and narrative becomes law. So we get to these nitty-gritty details because Torah governs every area of our life. Every single situation that we can think of comes up and is described. And he talks about the, um, a little bit about, uh, the background and some of the mitzvot that, uh, that we are given. But Rabbi, uh, Sack says, that's the, uh, that's the message. The magic message, the magic message of the, of the Torah. He even says, and towards the end, 
The word Torah is untranslatable because it means several different things that only appear together in the book that bears its name. Right? Torah means laws, but Torah could also mean teaching, instruction, guidance, direction. It's the generic name for all the five books. So we have to recognize, right, the message in life. The Torah institutes that. Our greatest leaders tell us that and do it for us. But we are in our own lives. Well, let's first finish what he says. There must be a vision to inspire us, telling us why we should do what we are asked to do. There must be a narrative. This is what happened. This is who we are. This is why the vision is so important to us. We have to have the goals in life. We have to know where we want to go to. But then there's the way to get there. I want to learn all of Shas. But you know what? Dafyomi is a way to get there. Right? Every day. I want to succeed in uh, getting, by, getting better in this area of Avodah Hashem. Then I have to think about how to get there. And the details of how to do it. And that's what Mishpatim is about. It's taking the, the divine and unbelievable experience of Maimon Arsinai and putting it into our lives and emphasizing to us how to get there. Then there must be, he ends off, then there must be the law, the code, the fastidious attention to detail that allows us to translate vision into reality and turn the pain of the past into the blessings of the future. That's what we have to do, says Rabbi Sachs, um, in terms of, of being leaders in our own areas. Always taking the general and putting it into, into details. Okay. The next source, again, I, I forgot to put the, uh, the names of the sources. Ula Sitcha Elyon is the next source. Ula Sitcha Elyon, a contemporary sefer that we've quoted from, uh, before. So he quotes there from various Bali Musr. So he quotes the Pasuk that we mentioned before. Before we mentioned it relating to Almana Viasom, but the Pasuk right before that. Right before that. Perachav Beis, Pasuk Chav. The Ger, Losone, Velosil Chatsenu. Do not oppress, do not pressure a ger. Ki gerim hayisim be'eretz Mitzrayim. Because you were gerim. Right? Numerous times, the Gemara Bab Metziah emphasizes, over and over again, we are told, do not oppress people who are disadvantaged. Because you were disadvantaged. You were in a precarious state. And that's partly why Hashem put us into that state at the beginning of our existence, right? One might say, we discussed this last year, two years ago, Shabbos HaGadol. You know, before anything, Hashem tells Avinu, yeah, your nation is going to be in, uh, in Aristotle Laham. Why did, what happened? We didn't even do anything yet. Avram is the first one to recognize you when you say that you have to go, you're, they're going to be subjugated. Somehow that was needed in order to create who we are. Maybe to create the sensitivity. To, to create the connection that one Jew has for another, especially at a time of Tsaris. Because that's what Mitzrayim was. We were born into that reality, and maybe that's what gives us that, that midah forevermore, the caring. So it says here, Bapashtus bira pasuk. So the Pashtus, the simple translation of the Pasik. Don't take advantage because you were Gerim. So the Pashtus shot is, that you yourselves know what it feels like. So don't pressure them. Because you know. Something that you felt with your own flesh. Don't do it to others. That's the push-up shot. Fine. But he quotes the Saba from Slobotka who says maybe it's a different idea here. Not just remember what you felt like in the past, and you don't want them to feel that. Maybe it's deeper. It's an obligation. We have to try to feel and go into the other person's shoes. You really, the chiv is to try to feel for the other person. Experience with the other person. To think about your friend's predicament. To think about what you would do. What we would feel. Not to think, if they get a bracha, why didn't I get that bracha? No. To try to be happy for them. But Atzma, Shazulas Chashba. 
Vine Adam may hashura lo yuchal bishemofan l'tzayir l'tairis lachatzager. Generally, we can't put ourselves into that position because you know we are not kiim hebioto baatzmo ger kamoso. We can't experience something unless we were, we did experience it. So, but it's not just you experienced it, so you don't want them to experience it now. You experienced it, so try to re-experience it, and then you could really connect to your friend. We have a real, true identification. If there's anybody out there that's downtrodden, we know what it feels like. We know what it feels like. We had pressure like this. Right? We could feel it ourselves. Right? To re-feel it. It's not just to think about what was. To try to get into the shoes of my fellow man. And this doesn't only apply to lachatz but it applies to every mita. Whenever there's a simcha, there's a tzara, anything my friend is going through, the best way to try to help them is to feel for them. What would I want? Right? Sometimes, you know, unless somebody goes through something, you know, I could say that I have a better understanding of what would be appreciated and not appreciated in a shiva house after sitting shiva. Somebody never said shiva. It's a little harder to know, you know, what what to feel and what the, what the what the avelim really appreciate from the menachemim. But once you experience something, then when you go, you you could put yourself back into that situation. But that applies to every situation, right? We know if we experienced it once, we have to try to experience it again and do that. And he quotes from the Gemara Sanhedrin, Matzino b'Chazal, Kshadam Mitzdar Shchinam Al Meres. When a person is in pain, Hashem says, I'm in pain. What is that Chazal supposed to teach us? Hashem's in pain? Kalani mi Roshi, Kalani mi Zroi. Lom Roshi, Hashem yitzbarach eno tzarech lazeh. What's Hashem doing? What is that Chazal teaching us? Who oses oz lahabos avarenu dugma. Right? To give us an example. And there are some people out there. There are some people out there. Sometimes I look at them and I'm a little jealous. Like, like they have this midah. Like you see, like when they hear of a simcha of someone else, when they're at somebody else's simcha, it's mamish like their simcha. It's their simcha. They're they're so happy for the other person. They're they're it's like they're, it's like their family. And Rahman al the other way. When there's a need, there's somebody that's in the shoes of the person in need, constantly thinking. But that's what the Torah demands of us. That's what Kigir Mayisa Veris Mitzrayim. Not just because you are, you are, and therefore try to feel it now. Try to feel it now. And that's what Hashem does. Kalani Miroshi, Ech Tzricha Laharos, Hishtatvus, Bitsara Zulas. They're trying to think of the pain of the other. The Chulu, and another Medrash that he quotes. That's the message. It continues in the, um, in the next or it's the same idea, the next Pasik. Kalamana Viyasom is also from the Usitcha uh, Elyon. The sensitivity that one has to have. He quotes the story. He says, "Before some, it's famous. It's famous if you know it. We'll try to make it famous right now, as we like to say." Rabbi Salanter was about to go bake matzahs with his talmidim, and the talmidim asked uh, uh, the Rebbe, "You know, what, what chumrah should we be makpid on? Now, what should we be thinking about? Which kavanas? You know, what about the mayim and the flour and the? You know, what should be the chumrah? What should we be very zaris in when we bake the matzahs?" Says Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. There's an almana. I heard the story about there's an almana that comes and cleans up in between. Make sure you're, you're sensitive to her and say hello to her and make sure that she feels welcome. That's where we saw us chumri in baking matzahs. We saw Salanta's yard site is always right around now. Right around Pasha Mishpatim. Right, because Benot Alamakom and Alamachavero, it all, it all comes together. It all comes together. Amanaviyasam. Then he quotes another story. Rav Elapian quoted this from Rav Tali Amsterdam, one of the Bali Musser. Shabam Yivchin Shabi Sali and Ashomer al Starvakavuim. Also in one of the, uh, Tamidim of Rabbi Sral. One time Rabbi Sosalanta was coming a little later than he used to come, and they asked him, you know, why, why, why are you coming later? And he says, Veheshivlo, Sharabaniti Vil Besa Misharesa Shialmana, there's a widow. There's a widow that, that came and she's in our house now. If I would wake up very early and go to the front door, excuse me. She'll wake up. 
She'll wake up kedei lakum liskarshu v'sadelz mivefnim. She'll want to lock it from the inside. So, so I'll, I won't come as early as I used to. I'll learn at home. Right? The sensitivity that one has. So that's what we have to make sure through all of these halachas. Right? What other what other law? What other book of laws? has such sensitivity in terms of some of the laws. Don't steal, don't damage. We have some of those halachas. Don't take advantage of the underprivileged. Don't take advantage. Be extra sensitive to those who need your sensitivity. Is that in any law book? In any other legal law? Not familiar. Okay. Moving right along to the Arachayim HaKadosh on the left side. Arachayim HaKadosh. Arachayim HaKadosh here has a drush. It's a heavy drush. They're not so Arachayim-like. Arachayim-like, he was called, uh, Rabbi Isaac Bernstein used to call the Arachayim the Ramban of the Achronim. The Ramban of the Achronim. Medaik and all the words coming up with a Chiddush. But here he has an unbelievable drush. Unbelievable. Says the Arachayim HaKadosh is based on a Pasuk. Based on a Pasuk regarding the Shomrim. Regarding the... Those who... Uh, Watch items. Those who watch items. Let's read the Pesukim. Let's remember the Pesukim again. Parachavez, Pasik Yudalid. So remember the, 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 all the different uh, Shomrim. Shomer Chinam, Shomer Sachar, Parachavez. Uh, we know the laws. Shomer Chinam is Chayev Imshia. In negligence, it's Pater in Gev Aveda. A Shomer Sachar is, is a Chayev also in Gev Aveda. Pater in Onsen. A Shoel, a Shoel, a Shoel is discussed in Pasik Yud Gimel. If somebody borrows something from a friend, and an ones happens, the animal dies. I borrowed an animal, the animals, I borrow an ox, and the ox is plowing for me, and the ox dies. Guess what? An ones, it dropped dead. I'm still chayev, because I'm a shoel. Shoel is chayev in everything. Shoel is chayev in onsen. What's the lundus for that? I don't have to get into that now. Kinyani she'ela. But a shoel, a borrower, is chayev in everything. Except in one situation. Palavimo. It's also Mesa Machmas Balacha. So I wasn't a good example of what I just said, but generally I show all the in everything. If a lightning hits the, hits the, uh, animal, I'm still gonna be chayev. But, what does the Pazak say? Baalav ain imo shalemi shalem. If the owner isn't with, if the owner of the ox is not with me, I have to pay. In baalavimo lo yishalem. But if the owner is with me, Ba'alav imo, it's called, lo yishalem, I don't have to pay. So what does that mean, ba'alav imo? So the Gemara describes that, the Torah Shalafah describes that, if the owner is around, if he's in my rishus, or if the owner is serving me. If the owner of the ox brings me a drink of water, and then the animal gets hit by lightning, I'm putter. Why is that? The Torah says so. What's the svar for Bali Vimeo? Some Achronim say that's one of the few cases where it's very hard to come up with a svar. There are svar as given. The Ral Bag has a, has a, has a svar in this week's parsha, But it's, that's the, that's the halacha. Bala Vimo, that's the only Torah Vishala. So that's the halachas that we have to know for the backgrounds for this Jerusha of the Arachayim HaKadosh. Says the Arachayim. In top left. In Bala Vimo. Yesh lanu ladun b'mishpat azeh. Let me explain this mishpat. Let me explain this pasik. Shall we interpret this that the Baal HaPikadon is going to take his Pikadon back in the future? Hashem is the owner. Hashem gave us a deposit. Hashem gave us something to watch. It's called our Neshama. Hashem gave us, you know, we're the Shomer. We're the Shomer and, you know, we have to take good care of our Neshama. We have to take good care of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us to watch. Asher hifkid ha-nefesh biyad ha-adam lishmar. Dichsiv u-shmar nafshecha ma'od, it says in Dvarim. Be very uh, mindful. Be very mindful of your nefesh, right? But ishmartem ma'od ha-nafshosechem, it says elsewhere. So what's going to happen when the time is up? After 120 years, that's the, the end of our, you know, shmira. So we have to give back our pikadon. To give it back. Our deposit. Kishiyabu l'tvah pikdono, mikol echad. The Nimsa, you know what's going to happen? You know, Hashem's going to say, oh, we're going to say our soul was stolen, it damaged, we were negligent. All the things in the book, we're going to be chayef. You name it. You name the experience. And we used, we used our neshama, so we're like a shoel. So we're chayef in everything. 
right? Venimsa nignav onishbar onishbar omes, right? It was they were stolen or captured or broken or kikol bechinos elu yeshna mitzuyos over avera. Every type of avera could be described in one of these words. Yeshmi shenafsho nigneves mimenu. There are some cases that, right, our our uh, our soul was stolen from us, so to speak. Right, we uh, right, it was shogeg. We weren't acting properly. Right, that's uh, you know, what problem? Nignaf. Veyeshu mazed ba'avera. What if I did a b'mazed on purpose? Ve'aver me'ivari anashama me'yuchad kineged ha'mitzvah she'avar aleha hu nifgam. Right, as we know, every mitzvah is connected to a different limb of our body. Every uh, Avera is connected to a sinew of our body. Vulif Amim, Basos Avon and Bavonak, Mea Krisus, Mises Vesdin, Gorin Misalanefesh. Right, I, I, that limb is, is dead because I did this Avera. So we come back in our Neshama. It was stolen, it was damaged, it died. All the situations, all the situations that can happen to items. Maybe it's captured. So what's going to happen? The Bala Bikadon is going to come back and say, no, Chayef. Ubaamur Bala Bikadon v'yitton taina hanishmaas tainli hanefesh. Can I please have my Bikadon back? Kemoshe nesati alacha. I want it back as I gave it to you. Right, what do we say every morning? Elokai. Neshama sh'nesatabi tahorahi. I gave it to you pure. You ever see a baby? Am I looking at a baby? A baby's purity. Pure. So that's how our neshamas were given to us. Hashem wants it back pure. So what are we going to say? What excuse are we going to have, says the Arachayim? Ah, Balavimo. Hashem, you serve us all day. Right? Balavimo. Hashem does everything for us. That's us. Are we the Shomrim? Going to be able, li pater betainas balavimo? Are we going to be able to say such an excuse? Kiamru, because the Gemara says about Metzia. Afilu amar lo hashkeni mayim. Even if all the owner does is to bring a cup of water. Vishal mimenu chefso hariz ashele babaylim. Vodin kola shomrim. That's a discussion. All the shomrim have that type of excuse and p'tur and exemption. So, oh, we're off the hook. First ten lines of this Arachayim HaKadosh, we were pretty nervous. Well, like, we're a Shomer, we have to give back our Nefesh. Oh, we're stuck. We're Chayim. No, Balavimo. We got a tour. Hashem serves us. Heina Adan, Ha'adon Kadam Lazun, Ulechalkel, Miyom Heyos Ha'adam. Hashem serves us all day, every second. He serves us oxygen. He serves us health. He serves us anything, whatever, everything. He gives us breath. He gives us the sun and the moon and, and, and gravity. Imagine without gravity. We just fly up into space and every single detail, Hashem serves us. Our whole life is Balavimo. Even though I'm not giving back my nefesh as as was, it's only as is, I'm, I'm good. Says the Arachayim, no, no, no. There's two reasons that that excuse is not going to work. Don't think that that's going to get you off the hook. For two reasons. This is a take-home Arachayim. Right, two reasons why we're not going to be able to have the tour of Balavimo. Number one, Echad, Kikan Piresh Beferish, She is Chaybo Ashomrim Vachotraisha Bishmir Kayam. You can make any condition at the beginning of, of a Shmira agreement. Right, that's the Mishnah Mesechad Bamatziah. You can agree to any condition when you start. Any condition about monetary law is allowed. That's an agreement between the parties. Right? I can make a rule that you're going to be chayiv even with Balavimo. 
This is not called going against what it says in the Torah. And he quotes a fascinating example. We had this in Dafyomi uh, in Mesech Shvius. If I say, if I make a tanai, I lend you money. I don't want Shvius to get rid of my loan. So I say, Amenaz, that Shvius doesn't get rid of your loan, that the halacha is that Shvius doesn't get rid of your loan, that doesn't work, because you can't go against what the Torah says. But Amenaz, that this loan, Shvius is usually... You know, it gets rid of loans, but I don't want this loan to be subject to Shvias. That works. Because it's about Dovershim and Mamon to Okayam. The Rishonim discuss, why do you need Prisbal? Just make that tonight. Okay. But, you can make such a tonight. So the fact, says the Arachayim, that the Torah has punishments for Averis, that's, that's built-in conditions. That's built-in rules. You know the rules. The Bala Bikadon says, Hashem says, you know the rules. Right? Onshim. Wow. Number one. Number two. Second reason why we don't have the tour of Balavimo. Bays, a couple lines later. We're not talking about Bezdin here. Bezdin has rules of the Torah. Right, when they can chayiv and putter. But there's also something that the Gemara calls chayiv lasei sidei shemayim. And that chayiv lasei sidei shemayim for sure still holds if ba'alavimo. And what are we talking about here? Chayuvim bidei shemayim. So even if you want to say ba'alavimo is a p'tur on earth, it's not a p'tur upstairs. Hashem is ultimately just. If I am negligent with your property and there happens to be balavimo, so I'm putter. You think Hashem is not going to take care of that? Hashem is the ultimate just God. He's ultimate. As is discussed. And therefore, says the Arachayim HaKadosh, we went from the message of Pikodon, maybe we'll get a Ptur, that Ptur is not going to work. So the Maisa, the message for us is, we have to do everything we can to take care of our Neshama and to keep it pure and to keep it Tahar. We have to recognize everything we do has ramifications for our Neshama for eternity. And we have to recognize that our soul is a gift. Our soul is a gift. Everything we have in our lives, especially our soul is a gift, and we have to take care of it as much as we can. As much as we can, we have to recognize it's on loan. It's on loan. Right? There's a beautiful Radvaz. There's a Radvaz. I didn't give it to you, but in Hilchus Sanhedrin on the Rambam. The Radvaz, the, the Halacha, the Rambam there is discussing the Halacha of Ein Adem Mesem Atzmo Rasha. There's no self-incrimination in Halacha. If I come to Bezdin and say, hi, I ate not kosher, whip me, give me Malkus, and I did it willingly and I knew it was usher and now I'm doing tshuva. So we, we say, go home. You can't incriminate yourself. If I say, I was Bechal Shabbos, I was over at Zara, there's no self-incrimination. So why is that? Okay, there are psukim, but the Radvaz there says, because your body is not your own. I'm sorry, your body is given to you by Hashem, to take care of. Your soul is not your own and your body is not your own. You can't hurt yourself. You can't cut yourself. You can't injure yourself on purpose. And included in that is Adon Demes Masaracha, self-incrimination, because what we have is not our own. It's on loan. And that's what the Arachayim HaKadosh reflects with us in this amazing drush on the Pasuk of Baal Imo. If you'd ever learned about Metziah before, Baal Imo will never be the same. Right? After this uh, thought. Okay, we continue. We continue in Perachav Bey's Pasig Lamed. Pasig Lamed. The last Pasig in Perachav Bey's. The Anshe Kodesh Tihiyumli. Be holy people for me. Very famous Kutzker on that Pasig. Right? Anshe Kodesh. I want holy people. Doesn't say Malachi Kodesh. I have plenty of holy angels. I just need holy people. Anshe Kodesh Tihiyumli. Be holy people for me. Anshe Kodesh Tihiyumli. But that is an introduction to... What's the next pasuk? Next phrase. Ubaser basada treifa Do not eat uh, meat treifa, not kosher meat. Throw it to the dogs. Throw it to the dogs. Um, okay, I, I'm going to repeat. I mentioned it ten years ago, but I'm just going to repeat one of my favorite thoughts in this parsha. On this pasuk, there's the dasa kenan from the Bali Atosvis. 
Asakanim quotes on this Pasik. Why throw it to the dogs? Why throw it to the dogs? So Rashi quotes, it's a reward for not barking by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Shakelev, Okay, but there's a dasakenim. What dogs are we talking about? What kind of trefa? What's a trefa? A trefa is an animal that got some type of internal, you know, bleeding. What must have, what dogs? So dasakenim says, whenever you have a bunch of sheep, we have here in Beit Shemesh, we have sheep on the mountain, there's always a couple of dogs that are with the shepherd that are guarding it from the wolves. What must, we, what must we be talking about in this Pasuk, says the Dasakanim? It must be one day one of the dogs fell asleep on the job, the wolf got in and made one of the sheep a trefa, right, and, uh, and, and killed the trefa. Right? That's what must have happened. What does the Pasuk say? What does that mean? You want, you're mad at the dog. Right? The dog didn't do his job. The dog fell asleep on the job. You know what the Torah says? Give it to the dog. The dog was good yesterday. The dog did its job two days ago. The dog's going to do his job tomorrow. It had a bad day. Okay, keep things in perspective. Where's the loyalty? Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has bad days. You know, keep things in perspective. That's the Lakelaf Tashlichunoso, that's the message of the Dasakanim. But uh this now we'll do the Nativ. The bottom right is the Nativ uh in the Hamek Dover. Anshe Kodish T only the Trefa. This is the first Avera in the Torah, I think, of Ma'achalas Asuros. Something that's also to eat. Right, that's um we had earlier the laws of Karim Pesach, but, uh, so, but, so the first Isra of Machalas Asuros is introduced with the phrase Anche Kodesh Tihiyunli. Holy people. What is that? That says the Nitziv, that's, te- that's teaching us about not kosher. Not kosher has nothing to do with not physically healthy. Because the introduction to this law is Anche Kodesh Tihiyunli. Hikdim amikro le Isra Charfus. Mitzvah say is usual anche kodesh tiyunli. Right, the Mepharshim point out. Mitzvah sasei, the, the Rishonim don't quote this as a mitzvah sasei. So maybe he doesn't really mean mitzvah sasei in the formal sense. He just means positive idea. V'gandiyeh kamikro u'basar basada. Harein shum nafkamino l'fi apshadim nitrofa babayis basada. Why does it say basada? It doesn't matter where it became treif. V'chulu. El l'fi apshadim alamdeinu shalonema dasharas treifa humishum de treifa ein bisarabari. Don't think that the only reason a treifa is usher to you is because it's not healthy. The nefesh nikia ein makabalaso and a healthy soul cannot be makabal and make you physically ill. Mishum hachi pirish akasiv delo mishum shetiu nefesh nikia his hearty. It's not because of the physical health. El mishum shetiu anche kodesh. Mufrashim ladas elyon. There's a spiritual reality that every Jew has. Anshe Kodesh. And Hashem knows. The ultimate doctor with a capital D knows that this is not good for us. This is metamtame our spiritual hearts. And that's why the introduction to the first of the Machalas Asuros is Anshe Kodesh Shihimli. And this is expanded upon at length by the Sefer Achinuch. And the next source is the Sefer Achinuch on the Isra of Trefa. Where the um, the Sefer Achinuch discusses this as well. Misharshe Mitzvah zu, The Sharsh of this Mitzvah. He says, he explains, he says, you might find in some Sfarim that um, there is some type of uh, element of not being healthy. But he says, says that's not, uh, that's not what this is, uh, that's not what this is about. Look what he says right in the middle. The alderech hazeh, lefi hapshat, in the middle of the underlined parts. Nomar, we shall suggest. Shebalanu ha'isr batora bechoma achalas asuros. We have isurim regarding all forbidden foods. V'im yesh mehem she'en nodalanu, v'lo lachachme harefua. Right, if we don't know, nizkan, if we can't explain the damage, we can't explain how a food is hurtful and not healthy for our physical bodies. Al titama alehen. Do not wonder. Here's the great line. Ki harofe haneman shiz hiranu bahem chacham yoser mimcha omehem. Right. This is for all the doctors out there. There's many doctors in my family. Right. And my father always mentions. My father, the great doctor is wiser than any doctor that we know. 
Right? Ki bahen, the great doctor that warned us about these foods, Chacham Yoser is wiser, Mimcha, than you, Umehem, and from them. So says uh, the Sefer Achinuch, we have to recognize that if the Torah tells us, if Hashem tells us not to eat something. How foolish it is. For those who look in the ingredients and they don't think it's damaging to the body. If I don't understand why it's hurtful or, or not healthy, then I'm not going to eat it. He says, one has to recognize that that's a foolish approach. The yesh b'chaladas, right? We even know that today because you read an article about something that's good for you now, five, wait five years, it'll be bad for you. Chocolate's good, chocolate's bad. Coffee's good, coffee's bad. Anything you want, white chocolate, dark chocolate, uh, and whatever it is, just Google whatever you want to find. Dark chocolate, good for the heart. Dark chocolate, bad for the heart. You know, you can find it. HaKadosh Baruch, who knows? This is not up for discussion. Again, for our good, Hashem didn't explain it. Because people, wise people, might get up one day. It doesn't apply anymore. There's an amazing Gemara about Azara, I think it is. Mavodazar tells us that whenever the Rabbanan made a law, they did not reveal the reason for at least a year. They didn't tell anybody. When Chazal made a rule, right, that first year that they made a rule, no chauffeur on Shabbos. Didn't tell anybody why. They just said, no chauffeur on Shabbos. What? No chauffeur? Don't ask me cautious. Right? No. After a year when it was already strong and, and that was a minute, then they can give out the reason. Because sometimes we can, Ask kashas on the reasons. They say Reb Chaim Soloveitchik, whenever he had a shayla, he used to ask the Dayan in, in Brisk, right, Dayan Simcha Zelig, Rieger, and he used to say, you know, give me the answer, but don't tell me your svaras. Because if you give me your svaras, I'm just going to, like, argue on those svaras, and, you know, we're not going to get anywhere. Just give me the answer to the question. That's all I want. Because that's what they say. Okay, but here too, the Sefer HaKinach says, that we don't have reasons for many of these Bachalas Asuros because Hashem doesn't want us to, to have that approach. Right? To have that approach. And he says, it's Mo Livia, Dua Davar skipping a line, Midakir Fusha Basar Kalatrefis Asuros Lanu, Molid Hefsid al Gufa Oklo, there's a spiritual damage, Machmas Shatrefis Morecholi Bebehema. Okay. Fine. So all of that is hidden, all of this idea is hidden in the words, according to the Nitziv, of the introduction to this Pasuk, Anshe Kodesh Tiyonli. It's about Kedusha. It's not about Brius. It's about Kedusha. Okay. Uh, next. Next is a story. It's a fascinating, uh, but it's a message to the story. It's from the Aznayim LaTorah. The bottom is the Aznayim LaTorah. Chav Gimel Yud Gimel. Chav Gimel Yud Gimel, the Pasuk says, Uvachal Hashem, at first it says Shabbos. Shabbos, Sheshim Im Tasem Asecha. Uh, six days, um, you shall do your work. Okay, we have Shabbos. Keep Shabbos. And, Do not mention other gods. Right? Some say this is the Avera, this is the Isser of Mesus. The punishment is mentioned later in the Torah. But uh, this is a Pasuk, Pasuk Yud Gimel. Do not mention other gods. So the, it talks, the, talk, the Pasuk talks about Shabbos and then says don't mention other gods. So there is an uh, interesting story that Rav Saratskin tells over. He says, Pamachas, B'Shabbos, Parshas, Mishpatim. One time he was invited, you know, Rav Saratskin was Nifter in the 1970s, I don't know the exact year, the year of Zalman Saratskin. Uh, that's when he lived in the mid-20th uh, century. So one time, he, there was a dry, he was offered, to, he was giving a drash of Parshish Mishpatim. I was going to talk about Kedusha Shabbos, right? It's one of the times that Shabbos is mentioned in the Torah is Mishpatim. Shem some of the people who came to the shul that I was going to give a drasha in, Rachman al-Islam, they had their stores open on Shabbos. They had their stores open on Shabbos. V'nifhalti al-Amara. And then I noticed that, you know, usually the shul was half open because there were people that, you know, worked on Shabbos. And I noticed the shul was packed. I came up to give a drasha and it was full. Full, standing room only. 
Ad Ephes Makom Panui. I didn't know why. Vamrulan, they said, it's some non-Jewish holiday today. So everything's closed. So they didn't have this door open, so I took up the shul. It wasn't just Shabbos. It was blank day. Right? Whatever it was. Right? It was, it was against the law to open your stores, whatever holiday that was. And everybody came to shul because they couldn't have any of the stores open. So he's about to talk about Shabbos and the shul is packed. So I, he said, great chance to give a drasha. So he says, Obviously, I'm guessing that your children asked you, He was a pretty charif also. Sometimes you hear some of the words of Rav Sarotskin. He was, he was not scared to say it like it is. What's the difference between this Shabbos? So you, you had to tell them that it's not just Shabbos, but it's a non-Jewish holiday. And that's why we're going to shul on Shabbos. That sounds pretty funny. Right? You could find everything in the Torah. What does the Torah say? Keep Shabbos. Right? Don't mention other gods. What does not mention other gods have to do with Shabbos? Don't be in a situation like this where you're keeping Shabbos only when you have to mention other gods. Right, and other gods can be mentioned, that's what's going to bring you to Shul. Asher amarti alechem, velotosifu, el kedushas ha-Shabbos, shem elohim achirim, shachal yom genus yeshala b'Shabbos, lo yishama al-picha. Pretty amazing. But again, we have to recognize, maybe a message for all of us, those that are Shomrei Shabbos, a message for us is that we have to realize the kedusha and the uniqueness of Shabbos. And make sure that it stays in its unique place. I think this is a little harder to do if one lives in a country that one also has a Sunday as a day of rest. You know, Baruch Hashem in Eretz Yisrael, you know, there's one day of rest. There's one day of rest. Friday afternoon, it starts. But that's the way it's supposed to be. But in other countries, the first couple of decades of my life, right, it was Sunday. So there are positives to Sunday, family time. But one always has to recognize, what do I look forward to during the whole week? Do I look forward to Shabbos or do I look forward to Sunday? Right, one has to, re- well, one always has to make sure what my children and grandchildren and friends know. What's my favorite day of the week? Is it Sunday or is it Shabbos? And that's a message that all of us could take, even if we are technically Shomer Shabbos, we have to make sure that we don't mention it with, with Sunday, with Sunday. Okay, last thought for the, for the evening. This is from the Chaye Moshe, or Moshe Bik, on the back page. Um, the Pasuk says now towards the end of the parsha, you shall serve Hashem, he will give you a bracha for your food or for your water, and I will remove any machala, any sickness from within you. So he starts his vart by asking, why does the Pasuk start off with the rabim and continue with the yachin? Right, the rabbim, you shall serve in plural, and then personal, and then uh, singular, and mikirbecha from amongst you. The rest of the Pasuk is talking to us in singular. Right, serve Hashem, and then Hashem will give you the bracha of bread and water and take away illness. Says the Chaye Moshe, Venira Levar Valomar. When we are younger, and I'm not going to describe what the cutoff age is. Hopefully nowadays it's a little bit older. But uh, in our younger years, we're strong, we have energy. We're on fire. We have a lot of energy to do anything but the Surah HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But there's a negative also. We're strong and we have a lot of energy, but we also have a strong Yetzahara. Our Yetzahara is stronger when we're younger. We're always at war with our Yetzahara. As we get older, it's the opposite in both. So, on the one hand, our Yetzirah is much less. There's less taiva, 
for many things. There's not such a fight. There's always a little fight, but it's not such a fight. But we're also, we don't have as much energy. What do we have to do in our lives? We have to take the energy of our youth and the non-Yetzahara of our senior years, and that's the ultimate in Shlemus. That's the ultimate in Shlemus of Avodah Hashem. Achi, it's tarif Avodah Shneim Yachtov. Vaz tala l'ratzel l'fnei Adon Kol, betachlas HaShlemus. Tachlas HaShlemus. Part one. Ve'ilu b'schar al-kiyam ha-mitzvah, su bracha the schar that we daven for and the bracha that we yearn for in our lives also changes in our early years and in our later years. Ein bracha shneim shavas. Ki miteva ha'olam naturally, mostly, in general, the concern in the first half of our lives, so to speak, is parnasa. Parnasa and concern, putting food on the table, dagas ha'michya v'akakala, dogam ha'sipa kvei tzarech, right? As one of the Mepharshim say, Ben Astrom Lirdof, you're running after a Parnasa. When we're older, maybe we're already getting paid by the government every day, you know, every month. There's less worry about Parnasa. What are we worried about? Health. Right? You know, we spend much more time on how many pills we take than how many dollars are coming in. You know, that's a different stage, different stages. So our Tfilus, when we're younger, is more about our, our, um, our parnasa, and as we're older, it's more about our our health and our on our brius. What does the pasuk say? You have to serve Hashem in plural. What does plural mean? Take from what's young and take from what's old. Serve Hashem in shlemus, right? Take the energy of youth and the overcoming, hopefully not a strong yitzhara of old, but then the bracha is personal. What's that? That's for the young. That's the that's the younger, right? Bread and water, that symbolizes Parnassah, right? That's alumim, right? That's the younger. And then, Fasirosi machla mikirbecha, right? And for when one, one gets older, it's about health. It's about the, uh, those are the two brachas. Those are the two brachas that we daven for and HaKadosh Baruch Hu promises us. That's what we have to do. We have to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Bishlemus, take the godless of being young and the godless of being older, put them together, and then uverach. Hashem will give us the bracha of Parnassa younger and health older, and Hashem we should be zochet to all the brachas at every stage of life that we find ourselves at.